Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool. We're sitting down in the spotlight and squirt circle with Rhino. We're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Riley Factor, part of the Grapple Talk Network, a wrestling podcast focusing on Midwestern independent wrestling. My name is AC Riley. First episode of 2018. Thank you very much for joining, and I apologize. First thing, let's get this off right off the record. I apologize that this episode is very late. Now, most people are like, ah, yeah, whatever, it's it's not a big deal. But uh, for me, it is, and here's the reason why. Because I did this recap episode of River City Championship Wrestling, breaking in the new year, on January 12th. And by the time I'm recording this, it's getting closing in on about two weeks. A uh, little bit of stuff here and there. I uh, won't go into too much details, but basically, uh, I'm going to throw RGG under the bus because in my attempt to plug his stuff... I ended up getting put in Facebook jail for about a week, and it was kind of one of those things where if I can't go all out and uh, promote what I'm doing, then I, I kind of just kind of want to wait until I can hit the hit the ground running, so to speak. So this is why we're taking so long to get it uh, out there and everything. So hopefully the wait is well worth it. Um, a little bit different uh, for the first episode of 2018. We do the recap, go a little long because it's uh, not just myself and one other person. It's a wide variety of people. It's actually myself, uh, Jack Spade of the Ross Family Matters podcast, RGG of our Regular Guy Gaming, uh, Ragbag from Regular Guy Gaming, and also of the f- uh, flagship of Grapple Talk, uh, the you know the the thing that started it all. And it, honestly, it's a little bit of a full circle because. Myself and Ragbag Nick, uh, we actually used to do this kind of stuff in the very first couple episodes of Grapple Talk. We would uh, we talk about a show, you know, what we liked, what we hated, and it kind of goes to our roots. And it's kind of nice to see that full circle where uh, Nick and I are able to do that, as well as uh, do that with RGG and Jack Spade, and you know, just kind of talk about uh, what we liked, what we didn't like about RCCW's breaking in the new year. And uh, I, th- I personally think it was great. So without further ado, it is a lengthy episode, so I don't want to go into full detail for the intro. We will talk a little bit more of what's been going on for this past couple of weeks. So without any more further ado, let's get right into it. RCCW's breaking in the new year. <laughs> oh my God. I haven't heard that since I was a kid. Really? Yeah, that's a Harry Potter reference. That's not even a half black thing. No, a mud... No, that's a uh, no. Anyway. That's a no, me, my blood You're is. Thinking of the term mulatto. <laughs> I hate mulatto. Mulatto is Brazilian, Brazilian and um and Jamaican mix. It is not. I, oh, I hate that. So we're recording. Oh Nobody. shit! Okay. Just you know. That's good. All right. Riley Factor recapping RCCW. Got a bit of a Grapple Talk Network roundtable. Myself, AC Riley. Good introduction. Isaac of Regular Guy Gaming. Jack Spade of the Ross Valley Matters podcast. Oh my god. Krav Maga. Krav Maga. Very ironic. <laughs> the two guys that cr- pro Krav Maga and anti Krav Maga sitting next to each you other. You guys need to do a debate on that at some About point. It's complete bullshit. And of course, to my right, we, we have Nick Jacobs of uh, Regular Guy Gaming moderated. and the flagship Grapple Talk, which nobody listens to apparently. Hey, they do. Jacobs. Actually, have you seen the downloads? Not, they're, they're, not they're, as much as the podcast. The podcast is like six. The podcast, yeah, the podcast is, is the king. To, yeah. the to be fair, the there are four of us in there. And we all have families. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Solid point, actually. Yeah, okay, that, that, that is sense. that okay. actually is that. I think I honestly think it ranks podcast, 
RGG, Dejan Dash. But when he ever, when, whenever he does, when's the last? But time when he does, he he's then right it's up you. Then it would be you. So it's and then it's you. me. And then it's a broadcast. And then it's uh the flagship. But they don't do it's enough. Probably because we record once. Every two months. That's the problem. Yeah. Might have something to do with it. it might have something to do with it. A gr- a gr- you know, the Grapple Talk Network, sometimes people want wrestling, so record more. So basically what we're kind of saying is it really should be the Ross Family Matters Podcast Network. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hostile takeover. But anyways, we're talking about uh, River City Championship Wrestling. Uh, show just got done a, a little bit ago um, here at the American Legion Post 52. The Royal Avengers American Legions, they're kind of reforming to. Uh, first show of the year, guys. Vingers. Yeah. At Vingers, yeah. excuse me. So first show of the year, stack card. We had uh, Cocabana. We had Swoggle. Um, and also just a lot of uh, great matches here with the RCCW. So how do you do this? Do you usually start from the first match and go yeah, up? Yeah, we just uh, just start with uh, just what we... The dark match. You're doing a great good. job, by the way. Well, just, You're doing fantastic uh, on this podcast. Stop. He's God, moderating. He's, he's, fan- he's so basically, So basically the format They're of this really is that good. we're going we're gonna to look at each of the matches, you know, kind of talk about what we like, talk about what we didn't like, maybe some stuff for improvements oh, with wow. that. Basically, it's just the idea that, you know, let's, let's look at this as kind of just a... Uh, basically just the idea of Neutral. us kind of shooting... Shooting the shit, so we're, to speak. Uh, we're all saying a goodbye to Jill. Yeah, we're all saying that's good- what's going on right so now. So if, yeah. if, if we seem distracted, it's because we're all saying goodbye to Jill. Jill does great work here. So we'll, we'll start off with the auxiliary crew because Jill does an amazing job down here. And, she's, and now Coda Jacobs is making it rain. Making it rain no. Coda Jacobs is making it rain with Brooks Bucks. What the fuck's going on with this show? Hey, I'm fighting him next week. Who cares? Anyways, uh, so okay, Sorry. not the time. Was talk, not bad. the time. Okay. Talk. Let's talk about the dark match first. So sure. uh, I th- liked it. Things got changed around a little bit. So initially, it was going to be a rookie showcase of the Academy's Coda Jacobs versus ACW Academy's Randy Fitzsimmons. Yeah. Things got changed around. So instead of Coda uh, Jacobs. It was actually the Tomahawk Kid. Yeah. So you got to still see the Academy versus ACW Academy. Uh, we still got to see that. So what are your guys' thoughts on the first match of the night? Well, I think my first thought is that Cody Jacobs really kind of got himself into a better position on the card. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, we'll I, talk about that in a little bit, but he absolutely we, we, did. We'll get to that. But let's talk about the, the dark match right now. Like, you know, uh, the, the match itself between Tomahawk Kid and Randy Fitzsimmons, obviously their first time ever wrestling each other. And then, it's, again, it's just a great way to highlight two great uh, schools in the Midwest. I have never gotten to see the Tomahawk Kid work before, but that kid is fucking he's, – he's got he's, a really – I think he's he's got a very, he does. Got I've a really seen him work, feature, yeah. and he's, he gets better and better each time. And what I really like about what I saw tonight is how he really worked more heel. Sure. He worked more heel this time. And yeah. When he was heel, like with um, at um, in, uh, not, what, NFW, um, Dark Child saying when he does that over sure. there. Um, um, when he's when he's healed. It, sorry, we're getting we're getting we're getting now, envelopes. Now right. we're getting yeah, released. we're getting envelopes right now. So sorry. It was like a bad time to do this. I think we yeah. a bad time. No, this is the best part. It's okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Actually, people like stuff like this. You know what I can tell? I can tell I wasn't originally supposed to get paid. <laughs> Because Mine's if you look a, at yeah. everybody else's, it's, it's a, yeah. yeah, like we all yeah. have white envelopes, and yeah. he has a and royal vintage. Oh, that's yeah. real official. <laughs> that's a really official stuff. Yeah. Oh, now Chris Black. Hey, we're saying bye to Chris yeah. Black. How many? How many matches oh, has the Tomahawk Kid had? 
I think he's been wrestling for about a year. At about this a point, year. Maybe. Yeah. I've seen like okay. four of his matches. And, I mean, he's getting better and that's every the thing. Time. It's not that he's wrestled a year and then just done like one show every three months. And it's like, oh, I've been in the business for a year. Like he's legit wrestling over at uh, Pro Wrestling Battleground, wrestling yep. for Showcase Championship Wrestling. Yep. Uh, sh- no, Showtime, Showtime Championship. I'm sorry. Um, so like he's getting booked at places. Primetime, he's got a show coming up uh, that he'll be booked at. So he's getting bookings. Primetime actually um, helped take his training and put it together. That's yep. where he was able to put his skills together. Sure. At. And you can see that. Tonight, I really saw him put together a heel aspect as, a, as opposed to just doing moves. Mm-hmm. He was actually doing some heel things right. as opposed to just wrestling aggressive. And then Randy, obviously, has been wrestling for about like one, two years. Yeah, and, yeah. and to speak about Randy Fitzsimmons, he, I think he's only been here one other time. Yep. Yes, and that was uh, August. And he got a very positive reaction. So either there were people here that remembered him which is an awesome thing to mm-hmm. to be able well, to say. Well, considering that was a five-month hiatus yep. in between. It's like, oh, I remember him. I just remember going up after the show, and I saw like a, a fairly large group of people going, which I assume was During for During intermission, he had a lot of people around him. Yeah, a lot of people around him. He's got that good little aura. So I don't know if that's a traveling crew from a different part of Wisconsin that's familiar with him, or if that's just people that remember him from his one appearance a long time ago. But if so, that's... That speaks very highly. Of I'm just going to say the first thing that I ever saw about Tomahawk Kid, really nice guy. His name's Nick. We had a weird exchange when he first got here. Wow. First thing that I ever Breaking saw about business. him is that somebody. Oh, he broke that long ago. Apparently, somebody photoshopped him to have huge areola nipples. Ginormous. Yeah, somebody did a photoshop. Ronies. Those are called Ronies. And I remember I saw it on so I saw it on the Facebookers, and I was like. Holy crap, this dude has huge nipples. They're the biggest nipples I've ever seen. Who is this guy? So then I did some research and I was like, oh, his, that was a joke. His nipples aren't actually that big. Yeah, Tom but his nipples are actually normal. They're normal. Size. They're normal, normal size, nipples. But, but yeah. anybody's, I just wanted to say that. I wanted yeah. to put that out there. And, I just and to push that. he can hear TVs from really far away. That's a side <laughs> note. Yeah. Can we just break this down a little bit and talk about how. Sort of racist, Maru is. Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, that was in awful. Room, was that racist? It was. In the locker room, Maru says, "Hey, like, you're actually Native American, right?" Because I have questions. Oh my gosh! That, that was I didn't think that was right. He seemed okay. And then it was with like, it. "Oh, haha, very funny." And then you like went further, like, and then you, you asked the qu- to you ask, ask questions. Yeah, I'm not a real like, Native. Like initially, there. he's like trying to be like, "Oh, hey, ha, I'm I'm not trying to screw up my booking." And like, "No, seriously, I have questions about this." And he's like, "Okay, can you hear TVs?" I didn't ask any of your TV. Yes. No, he, he he asked if you You're can like kill dogs, animals. Which can't like, see I was asked, can you like hear? Like, are you like in tune basically with nature? And he was like, I can hear TVs from a mile away. And I was like, well, that that's not nature. That's not really nature, and that sucks. So that's human. You're nature. Bad. It's not a bad. I mean, it's a special kind little of bad at what thing. you do. It's like right a superhero there. thing. All right, let's. <laughs> okay, overall, yeah. Well, hey, good match. Overall, it was very a good. good it was a good match. It was a good way to get the crowd yep. settled in, and it it worked. They did their job. And, you know, it's hard. It is hard to do a dark match because there are people coming in, finding their seats, taking their coats off, getting Getting, food. Getting food, getting drinks. Your job is is tough there. Yeah. And it's hard to get that crowd But that that match is equally important, especially when you have TV crew. Because we saw this at November show, is that the Harkham was not working. And they found this out during the first match. So they're like, oh, shit. Oh, no. So the nice thing about being able to have that dark match is that even if something goes wrong and you miss half the recording, it's the dark match. It's not necessarily important, but it's nice to be able to have that yeah. ability. Really quick, let's talk about 
Jack Spade's first, is this your first like time? Like, Cause you're you're now like starting this new venture of being like basically the color guy for our Was this the first time? You, you, you've probably done color before, but this is like the first time in which you are starting have you, have you done to be the regular. Before? I have done commentary before at an SWE show once. Uh, it was 4th of July, and it was super hot, and I sat down, and I said, is there water here? Because I am fucking parched. And then I was never invited back to do commentary. So, but this would I be, wonder this would be, why. This would be the first time that you're doing commentary outside of a, a worker yeah. role. So what did you, I mean, you did, the, you did, so you did the dark match. Were you, were you, how did that, how did that feel for you? Was it, was it all right? Was that experience was, all right for you? No, it's good. Uh, it. It's not the same as working, obviously. Sure. I'd rather work. Um, right. But the commentary aspect, so a couple things, a couple notes. Nice. Is when you wrestle, you don't realize that you smell all the food that's cooking directly next to you. Because <laughs> you sit down in the locker room. I never thought of that. And yeah. then you go up, you work your match, you go back down into the locker room. I was next to the kitchen the entire time. <laughs> Dude, I've been there. You were been there, done that. Burgers, burgers. Yeah. oh my god. It is right. When they threw the cheese on the burgers, oh my god. I was like, oh. oh my <laughs> I think, too, the biggest challenge with commentary, other than just being a new venture, is always just whoever you're doing commentary with. Because sometimes you might have great I don't even know who like, that other guy is. Adam. Uh, like for example, it's like Adam. I I did no, a uh, right. I did commentary Adam. at ACW with uh, with Michael Wayne, and I was like, oh, you know, I mean, we've talked a bunch of times, you know, we shot the shit and everything, but it's like we never done commentary together. And we did one match, and it's like, oh, we actually kind of build off each other really well. And sometimes you don't get that. So did you have that with Adam, or was it kind of was it a was it kind of rough getting off the the pre match runway? was good because we got to figure out each other's cadence, and I feel like. Adam may have actually expected me to talk a little more than I did. Mm. So I really let him handle a lot of stuff, and sure. I kind of popped in whenever I felt like I was paying attention. Sure. Can I ask a question here? Do, did you say axe? I said ask. Stop doing that. I hate just when let you him do have, that. Just let I him have it. when you do that. I hate when you talk over me when you're asking me questions. Yeah. Did I? You do that a lot. I'll apologize. I have, I, I have got to know. Hey, Sean Priest, how's it going? When you have... Backgrounds with like people, like you have a bat. You have you have a background. Don't shoot with, on me, by like, the way. Um, did I shoot on you? I'm just saying, don't shoot on We're me. Never, this question's that. never. Gonna, no, I'm not going to shoot it's on just you. Happening still. No, what I'm wondering is when you you have you've had backgrounds and stories, a lot of stuff going on with more than multiple people in the ring. How do you do that? How do you? Well, this it was a struggle because. Uh, Naturally, I really, really want to play heel. Yeah, that's that's right. what I was wondering. Okay. And especially when I see the crowd, and I'm like, oh, look at that guy. Like, I want to be naturally heel, and obviously that's not the route that has happened here. Yeah. And I had to play it more just kind Down of the a, middle. I tried to play it as straight as a color guy as I could. Okay. So, and when I when I say that, it's like '80s. So treat it like a sporting event. Yep. Sure. Right. This is what that hold does. This is why that's happening. Like going into the first match yep. with Jared Jackson, Peter Schwanz, where they worked the headlock and the sleeper a lot, talking about look at where the placement of the elbow is. You got to be careful nice. here to make sure the forearm doesn't slip down. Okay. And, yeah. and honestly, I'll be honest, like, I, I love color commentary. Yeah. Like that. I, I, I yeah, love yeah. That color commentary. I think that was, I that's some of my favorite color commentary is like when 
you have the guy explaining what that move does. So, like, in UFC, like, when Joe Rogan would be like, oh, look at how he's doing this. He's doing this. He's cutting off the oxygen to the brain. And, you know, he can't move because he's kind of immobilized by this. Or if, like, Matt Stryker would do that or, like, any wrestling commentator would be like, oh, he's doing this because this is, like, he's explaining everything. And he's like, oh, I never thought of that. Oh, that's interesting. I, I enjoy listening to this. And that's what makes it different than just watching it. And then on the flip side of that, later on in the show – Spoiler alert, when the title match went to the double countout, I said, oh, look, I have the rule book right here. It actually says when the RCCW heavyweight champion and the RCCW interim heavyweight champion go to a double countout, the new champion is actually Jiggy Jack Spade. So, uh, that's great. I'm, I'm more, you found I'm Adam's good. rebuttal to that. Did he have anything? Yeah, he, he, he gorilla monsooned me. He did like the, will you stop? Oh. <laughs> so I, I'm just amazed that RCCW has a, has a handbook. And, and that's has, actually... I think that was always my favorite thing of when I get to play a, a like sort of heel color guy as yeah. I could ju- I would just make shit up dude yeah. like it just wouldn't even make sense Fair with enough. the match and shit you know and, and I just that that was always the most fun is being able to say stuff like I, that and just, I made up all sorts of things I said Aaron Sacrifice hadn't won a match since his rookie year in RCCW <laughs> and Adam Roberts went is that accurate and I went I don't know I just made it up <laughs> <laughs> but it feels accurate. I can't wait to see this DVD. So, okay, so we talked about the dark match. We talked about uh, Jack Spade doing uh, his first full-time commentary gig, we'll say True. that. Yeah. Um, so, kind of alluded to the opening match, the uh, Jared Jacks and Porn Sass Peter Swans. Obviously, these guys good know match. each other very well. Like, you know, and over in uh, Bruce City Wrestling, they were doing the tag team, the Perfect Tens, with Justin Dredd and Mario Cravello. Um, they obviously known each other for a very, 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 very long time. What do you guys think? I liked it. I really felt like they were absolutely on point. Jared Jax's drop kicks, both of them were good. You know how sometimes like the second one will be a little bit lower? Mm -hmm. His second one wasn't. They were both on point. I I loved it. Jared Jax is over. Yeah. Yeah. Real over here. He's extremely over. Honestly, I think for me, the 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 moment I realized how over Jared Jax was was the May show when he wore Kyle Roberts. And you're like, okay, that's going to be an easy, like Kyle Roberts is the, the hometown hero. Jared Jax is this like swag, you know, he's just an asshole. You know, everybody's going to hate him. And then all of a sudden, like the crowd shifted. And instead of Jared Jax being this definite heel because he's wrestling the hometown hero, people were like, like it's people, people exploded when he won the won the but match. I, like, I think we can also probably discuss this later. That I think it's gotten to a point where I, as we discussed, it's time for Kyle Roberts to do something different. Yeah. Yes. Because I, I didn't, stale. I couldn't hear anything. But from what I heard later, and we can talk about this again. But I heard Chris Black was getting pretty over out there, and again, the crowd was common, half and half. Yeah. The crowd. I think the crowd because I mean, there's there's times where the crowd seemed to like. Enjoy the heels, which is always odd. But I think that this lacrosse crowd just really respects and recognizes good talent when they see it. And Maru. And Maru. And then because you look at you look at Jared, you know, he's he's done Ring of Honor stuff. Obviously he's got a ton of experience. He's got a ton of talent. And I think people just kind of 
flocked to that. And it's like, this guy's really good. I don't even want to boom. He's I've really said this good. about RCCW before, but when Jared Jacks had the belt, they did a pretty bad job in giving him a story or something to develop. So basically, it was like, well, here's our heavyweight championship match. Watch Jared Jacks put on a freaking show. And the dude and he, just kept and killing he just it in his did matches. It, yeah. And again, but he doesn't have a he didn't have a story or anything to tell and right. go along with. To and again, he's that, so good that how can you not cheer this guy? To add to that, when him and I actually wrestled for the title, people started to cheer for him, and I got nervous. I went, "Oh shit! I've never this. I haven't yeah. I haven't experienced this before. What the? What do I do?" And he was like, "Don't worry, I got it." And I was like, okay. And he just changed. He changed the match. I listened to him. He changed the match. Yep. He starts gouging my eyes. He really turned up the heat. And they stopped cheering for him. And they started booing him. My my favorite Jared Jacks thing regarding RCCW was actually the last show we did in November. Where he was kind of like, you know, like, okay, I turned face. And I lost the belt. Not really doing a ton. So I was like, I kind of think I need to go back heel. And he, like he actually made some like solid points, like yeah, you know it, that's always the toughest thing. Like when you have like the main belt and you drop it, it's like where do you go from there? Because you were on the top of the mountain, where do you go? And then he was like, he was so confident, was, like yeah, I think I really need to like turn next month or something like that. I just I think that's the best thing for my character right now. He comes back from the match, the crowd just eating everything up, and he's like, you know what? Maybe I can stay face for a <laughs> yeah. little bit longer. The thing with RCCW, the crowd though, once they make up their mind, they really stick with it. This, these fans. Not always though, and we'll get to that later. Okay, my bad. I'll just actually say I'll still finish what I'm saying. I feel maybe I experience it differently. I think the fans know what they want and they tend to stick with it. Mm-hmm. And for Peter Schwab's like. You got to give him a little bit of credit too, coming into a strange. Just a little bit of credit. Yeah, my bad, our bad. Yeah, and that's yeah. and that's a guy too who's really found kind of a niche because when you talk oh, about yeah. Peter Schwanz when he first broke in, uh, really fast upward trajectory, and then maybe kind of got lost for a little bit there, mm-hmm. and you didn't hear as much about him, but he's always stayed consistent. And I steady love his title run in ACW and gotten. He, he's not champion in ACW. I know, but no. when he was, yeah, I love the oh, I love the way they did that. I, I got to watch the match that he did in Tanner's. It was him, uh, TW3, and Colin. No. And just, like, they did the... We're recording. The, they did the, the... The finish was Colin does the Young Money Stunner to Tommy. Uh, Stash throws out Colin, pins Tommy one, two, three. Crowd was fucking pissed. And I, I messaged him right after. I was like, I love that finish. That Honestly, I always go back to his... Brain and S- I fucking love that SWE Heavyweight Championship brain. I know that the company was kind of in dire straits at that point, but when I was there watching the show, I was like, I remember thinking, I was like, man, this porn stash is fucking awesome. You know what as I a like? Heel. This I- main event thing is going great, and then that, you know, obviously ceased to exist, and that's kind of, I think, where a little bit he just kind of yeah. was way up here, and then all of a sudden that just ended. Yeah, like all the areas where I would have seen him, yes. they kind of died. Yeah. He's very talented, and then he also gives a shit. Yeah, you know he's really he was nice. one of those guys that's always like it's like hey when's when can I come up to RCCW again when can I come up to RCCW again instead of just being like hey when can I come up uh we'll see it's like oh fuck uh, you then okay but yeah. he's like hey I'd really like to come down I really had a blast doing that I I really want to come down and then just everything worked out and then it was like oh what about Stash and Jared and then it's like. Great. I knew that was going to be a good match. I think it's pretty safe to say that those dudes, I mean, you could argue that are, like, top ten wrestlers in the state. Absolutely. I think it's pretty easy. So, really good. I mean, yeah. great opener for the show. Yeah. Got the crowd hot and led into our uh, second match of the night. And that, yeah. and that flatliner, actually, to finish that match 
which was like a um, they so had, much. That hate. was actually it was good, but it was actually they actually um, it was a mistake. On Jared Jacks thought he was doing something else. Really? But it yeah, looked, it looked I know. Fantastic. He was, was like, "Is so... that what you were trying to do?" They, yeah. they actually were not on the same page oh. there, and it was that good. That's how go. good they yeah. are. He, I loved it because, like, on hard cam, there was so much hang time on that on that flatliner. Yeah, because it seemed like he was up there forever. So, moving into the second match, we had uh, we had Aaron Sacrifice and Chase McCoy. Boy, awesome! Yeah. Chase McCoy knows how to put someone over. I love his work style. He, go ahead. I, w- I would say that what I really liked about this was the just the storyline of overall that you have Aaron Sacrifice, who is the one tough kid. You know mm-hmm. that he's uh, sleeping over there he's right the, now. Uh, yeah, he's sleeping. Go. He's he is legit Where's, snoring. Oh, Trey, we need to get a picture of that. He left. Anyways, but you have uh, you have Aaron, who is his whole character here is one tough kid. People really respond to that. He's obviously a tough, you know, individual. And you have a guy like Chase McCoy, who his whole mentality is just breaking the guy down, tearing him apart, just anything to be vicious. So it's a nice little blend of two different styles of a, a resilience versus destructive. And I got to talk to Chase a little bit tonight because he's doing this this uh, disease, this change to his gimmick, yep. basically. So he changed his entire style. Yeah. After wrestling for you know. However long he's wrestled, mm-hmm. fifteen years. Well, because his style in SWE, like a psycho, psycho Chase McCoy with the belt and everything, it's a lot different than what we see now. It it's, a lot, a, it's slower, and more methodical. Yes, it's, it's more beautiful. Evil. Right. It's, it, yes, it's more evil. Which to take yourself and to change yourself that entirely, and to do it, just say I'm going to do this because I want to have a challenge, or I want to try something different. That is not easy to do, yeah. uh, and. He's done it pretty effectively. Yeah. Absolutely. It's really cool because I know I've talked to him about it a couple of times and I've overheard him having conversations, but he's just so excited too to try out this new gimmick. It's like it's it's like it's all brand new for him again because I know we started doing it with WPW and he was doing the whole disease gimmick. Yep. Um, but it, it is, it's like night and day when you look at what he did two years ago compared to what he's doing now and it's right. really cool stuff. Well, not to mention even just like... <clears throat> Because for the longest time, he's had, like, the, the tights with the buzzsaw, the CM, and all that stuff. And then literally just, like, the new gear they got made was just patches. Mm-hmm. Patches yeah. of old gear. Nobody does that. Mm-hmm. So just the just when he walks out alone, it's like, oh, and he he's walk, immediately different. And he walks out instead of, remember, he would be like, oh, you know, hunched <clears> over. Well, he'd be, like, crazy. And yeah, he'd bounce, be crazy. He'd now he's walking out methodical. He's walking out. I know something you don't know. Yeah, yeah. I have an advantage that you aren't aware of, and that's scary. Yeah. And he did a very effective job of picking his point of what to work, uh, and um, and staying with it. So working on the neck is what he focused on, yeah. which worked out really well. It's funny you say that because we were talking and. He wanted to do that purposely to focus because he's setting up for something else. Yeah. Right. Yep. And he thinks ahead of other matches that they're going to have. Right. And and once you get to that level of thought as a wrestler, you can do some really, really amazing things. Yeah, and I, th- I think what I really enjoyed about the, t- about the two is that, again, the, the, the two different styles clashing together, but it, it gelled so well. Because you had Chase that was really going for the methodical, just destruction, and you had Aaron who was able to, you know, get the fight backs, get his like, you know, his flippy stuff in everything. Only thing that I didn't like, and I've already said this on record to him that he just needs to work on his punches. 
Like, it's one of those things where if his punches were a little bit more believable, then I'd be like, oh, yeah, that kid's fighting. Because it would be forms. like, because he would he would throw some punches like, oh, those look good. And then he would like, the four, fourth or fifth one is like, ugh. And, and that was a match where sometimes as somebody who's in wrestling, when you're watching a match, you can get mad at the right. crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> because the crowd was set up to build that one tough kid character. And there was a point very specific that happened in that match where the crowd was supposed to get behind Aaron and start chanting the one tough kid thing again, and it just didn't happen. One guy tried. I'll give that. That one guy deserves credit. <laughs> yeah, the right? one. Yeah, yeah. Get that three, guy a medal. Row yep. three, seat he knew seven. It. He got it. He got, got it. it. So. Watch, he's listening. He's like, this me. That was me. That was me. I got it. Shit, yeah. They knew it. And then he chants it like at work while he's yeah. listening. Yeah. One tough kid. Yeah. And it's then like, he's going to Then he gets fired, and then he's homeless. His wife leaves him. Oh, my gosh. But he's still chanting, one tough kid. That's all that matters. He was the guy. I don't want any more kids. Yikes. All right, so anyway. Have you ever wanted more than ki- the kids you have, and you just ha- it happens? Yikes! I think I always want kids. Struggle with that one. Struggle with that one. I know. I I did not. I knew get what he meant, though. Way. I knew what he meant, though. All right. All right. Anything else you guys want to say about this match? I loved it. Fini- the finish was the the Tongan claw. Death that was awesome. Tongan, I- Tongan. It's not the claw. It's the Tongan death grip. Yeah. Krav Maga. Yeah, it's part of Krav Maga. Except in Krav Maga, you put the tongue and death grip on, and then you grab like whatever's near you. And you hit need the, guy the balls forty times. I, I, what I, what I liked shit. about it too was that the methodicalness of Chase when he put it in, instead of just throwing in the the grip and then that was it. Like he was, he he almost coddled his head. Like it was like good night. What good night, sweet prince. What I love. I was like that's creepy. Is the move is somebody putting a goozle underneath somebody else's throat, but. He hooked it, and because of where they worked, the crowd went, oh, oh. and it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If but you it really was, think yeah. about it, it's <laughs> yeah. nothing. But it's just cooler. But the crowd was there yeah, mm-hmm. right for it, and it's just two guys standing with one caressing yeah. the other one's chin. But it works with that idea of how he's changing it up, and to them, he knows something that we don't. Yep. Right. He's got a secret. Right. So, yeah. Anything else you guys want to add about that one? That was a good one. It's a good match. So moving on to the third match, it was a quote-unquote an impromptu match because you had uh, Coda Jacobs, who we talked about, who was supposed to be in the pre-show. He came out, did his uh, political promo, and then uh, he had Swaggle, who was also in the building, and then they, they led to a match. Now this is... Coda Jacobs said this was his first time ever doing an in-ring promo. Yep. We couldn't hear anything. How did he do? Um, he did well. <clears throat> It definitely, you could hear him attempting the inflection of like a Donald Trump. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Uh, you could see a couple points, thank you, mm-hmm. uh, where he was trying to. Um, you gave me the 10, right? Oh. Where, where I, gave you the I gave you five. Oh, I gave you the 10. All right, he was trying to find insults for people in the crowd. Oh, so okay. he was struggling. So he was like, uh, well, no, he was like, and all of these. Scumbags! Like you had to think of a word to use. See, for me, is like what I what I try to pitch for him is that I really think he should have done like that NXT Bobby Roode promo. Like when he first made his debut, and he's talking about how how Bobby Roode was going to make NXT like the greatest thing ever by removing all the the fat slobs who were eating their cheeseburgers and slops. and and beer, and then bring like these refined NXT fans that were very high class. 
And that's what that's my vision for what that promo should have been. Just saying, like, I'm here to make because his whole thing was I'm going to make RCCW great again, and it'll just literally say I'm going to take all of you, I'm going to get rid of you, and it's like fuck you guys, and then I'm going to bring in like these classy RCCW fans that really deserve the finer things of life. Where's Jason Michaels when I need a solid Donald Trump promo? He's uh he's he's stuck in Iowa gonna, because of the I'm bad weather. Send you all to your shithole countries, <laughs> you know, the best ever. Great. Okay, so I actually settle down. We got Isaac talking about politics right now. I'm not going to talk about politics. I got a chance to talk with him, and he was really excited because he said this was the first time he got to do it live. He's you know Mm -hmm. at the academy. I'm pretty sure he said he graduated from the academy in December. Yeah, I'm not wrong because he started in June of last year. He's only had a couple matches. Well, you never really. Graduate from training. Yeah, yeah right. you're, like always, you're always training. You, you finish the Even basics, tonight, you, but then you're you still tra- always training. Us in our match, yeah. I, I think that. Still training. All what, training. Well, again, what, with him graduating from basic training, so to speak. Um, right. I, you and know, and then, against, and then, I mean, I've been, I would have been nervous as shit if I was him. Let's be honest. Going well, yeah, up yeah. against a name, a name like, like yeah, like, right away. Right months after, after he got oh, done God, with his beginning training, it's well. On top of that, too, like you know, just just wrestling with Swaggle in general, it's it's going to be a different match than any other name that you're working. Yeah, he's, that's. It's just because it is you, you, you are working with obviously somebody that is a of a different height. He's obviously going to. He obviously does a lot more comedy based wrestling. Yeah. And when you're fresh out of a basic training it's with tough. with school, it's tough. And you don't know. It's like psych- that, it's a lot of it's psychology. Yeah. yeah. So you so, don't. So you don't understand that, and then you go right into, oh, we're gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. Everybody's gonna laugh, and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just I I, I can take a flip bump. I didn't train on this. You can do that. Um, but I think, I think you know, considering that he's only had a couple of matches, but you know, he was one of those guys that, again, kind of like with with uh, with Porn Sash, was that he was always inquiring about coming down, you know, anything he can do, anything that he could help with, and then again, it was just one of those things. Everything fit together perfectly, and it was like, yeah, we can try something out. And he impressed. I was actually very I, yeah, impressed yeah, with him. Yeah, I, was I was too. I, I will say that. He had confidence, and that's yes. something I liked. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Instead of sitting there being nervous, oh, I'm going swoggle. I, I got a chance to talk with him, and he was like, "I am, Dude, I'm excited cool for this." Cucumber. Yeah, he was like, "When excited. I saw him beforehand, his training, he relied <laughs> on his training. He made it clear. Mm-hmm. I was like, this kid knows what he's doing. This is awesome. I like this right. guy. And I and I think too that uh, swoggle." Um, a, Easy he, to work with. Obviously, he he was really happy about the pre-show because he was like, "Oh yeah, it's one of my kids versus one of Ken's kids," you know. So he kind of enjoyed that, and I think just the opportunity is like, "Oh, I get to work one of kids, Ken's kids as well." True. Because then it's kind of like, "Hey, I got to work so and so, blah blah." I know he's one of your boys, and you know this is what I thought and everything like that. And then you know, because that way, obviously, he knows he knows Ken, he knows Sean, and they, obviously they go. While back, yeah, you know. Ken was in ACW when we would have all well the old ACW, which right. was when NWA. Jason Jerry had it. Yeah, NWA ACW, NWA ACW Wisconsin. Yeah, they're obviously familiar with each other. So then it's kind of it's just the idea of being able to like, hey man, how's it going? Good to see you. You know, hopefully everything's good this week. Hey, I got to work with your with your rookie. Hey, he's he's really good. Or hey, he you know if you get the chance to work with them have him work on this because this is what I noticed. Here's the thing about Dylan. He will tell you exactly what you need to work on after the match mm-hmm. in a very nice and respectful way. I watched those two. He said very little. That's good for Dakota. Yep. That is very good for Dakota. No, just Coda. Coda? Yeah. That's very good it's for probably Coda. probably short for Dakota. Though. You think so? I don't know. In gimmick? 
Do you have a nickname? Uh-huh. Like, you know? Well, it, I'm sure No Jackson. one calls me Rue. Are you really? Jackson Pollock Spade, that's true. Did not know that. I, I did not, not know that. that. Did not Jack know that. Jack P. Spade. Jack P. Spade. Jack oh, P. Okay. JP. JPS. What's up, dude? Jiggy Jack. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but, oh, so not, not only are you ripping off Colt, you're ripping off JP. Well, no. We'll get to that later. Be careful. We'll get, up, we'll get to that yeah, later. Do you I've fed so many rats in JP's direction. They, they start with me. So, and they, they, so you paid off. I'm like the, a rat farm league. You, 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 paid, you paid off. <laughs> you're, you're the minor league team. Yeah, you set them up. You get them nice and buttery. So, so hey, you, perfect game. You paid Woo. off. Hey, I'm going to use just, JP in my name. Here's all these ring rats for you. I destroyed their self-esteem. And then, <laughs> and then him and Dysfunction picked them up. Nice. There you go. Um, no, two point. Wow. Well, we should probably edit that, but we won't. Um, <laughs> two points out of this match. All right. So you already first, had plenty of bad clashes this month. First of all, uh, Swaggle. Nobody takes a better face bump than then Swaggle. Yeah. Like he he really, will smash his head he in hits the ground. That, he hits that face to the point where he, literally he just gets pushed and he takes a face bump and you go, "Oh my god!" Yep. Is he dead? So, Is he okay. Yeah. And then <clears throat> it was. I want to say it was a an error, but it worked, and it was the finish. Because on the finish, uh, Swaggle is on the apron, and Coda comes out to get him. But then he doesn't know how to get him into the ring. Exactly, I saw that too. Because Swaggle is not a normal sized yep. person, so he doesn't know whether to bring him in through. You sure. Like, yep. So he struggles. So it looks like. Coda does it to himself by trying to get him in right. the ring. Yeah. Yes, so it's it like, worked. I agree. It was like a little thing that was like an error. I like that. And it it seemed, makes sense in the match. Yeah, I noticed right? it too. I actually thought that was on purpose, but now that you say that, I, I yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. I thought they did that on purpose. It might have been on purpose. I don't know if it was. Because it led the way he couldn't get him in the ring right, and it led right to the finish. So I thought that was done on purpose. Because they went right into the roll-up. Yep, that. right, right into so the roll-up. it looked up. like he couldn't get him in. Couldn't and figure then, it out. And, and then, then, like, he got in and, like, brought yeah. roll-up. Right. I thought it was I thought it was on like purpose. Like, trying to but that's a good square point. peg, round hole kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. So the finish was exactly for, what it needed to be, too. Yeah. Anything you guys noticed for improvement or anything you would have changed or anything like that? In that match? Yeah, in that match. Oh, Swaggle, I, I think know. Those ma- yeah, those Swaggle, matches are just very cut and dry. For sure, I guarantee he was telling him exactly what to do. Yeah. Telling him there yeah. was a point where you could see that something had happened, and Swaggle had to tell uh, Coda what to do from the mat, which is not always an easy job when you're working a match when somebody who is standing over you is lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. like, right. and and where are we? And with Coda, like Coda not being experienced enough to actually get into position, mm-hmm. to like. Slow it yep. down, yep, take right. the head or something. Take the rest. Right. Um, to get there, get but the hold. like the crowd did not know, and that's the important. That's the important. That's, the important, that's the important part. So moving on, we had uh, essentially the main event of the first half of the show. You had uh, Maru and Nick. Hey, what's hey, up, man? We had, we these had guys, a wrestling match. Yeah, on the round table. We wrestled. We, we wrestled. That we, actually guys, happened. Guys, it happened. We, we actually fought each it other. Actually we happened. have destroyed Can we talk K-fabe. about kayfabe for a minute? We destroyed kayfabe. We have a gaming podcast. I we talked around, about it. I walked around with a cane all goddamn you did. day. I to limped, keep I limped all night, even after the show. I limped. He can, and then he showed me up with a walker. <laughs> yeah, that I had was so walkers. awesome. The best part about that is that 
you you would say you somebody that says like oh they have crutches here in the back so i i went into the back and looked for said crutches and then all of a sudden my eyes focused on the walker and i, I like, bet you oh that's hard. that's really cool but i was like oh we should probably find the crutch because that's probably just easier to work with no, and then i grabbed the, right the crutch and i was like they got a fucking walker back there. And it's like... <laughs> and you came back to it, you're like, they got a walker back yeah. there. Yeah, like, I know. Yes. Yeah. And, like, and then every, everyone's like, can you can you go get it? Like, can we can we see that? It's like, oh my God, that'd be better. It's like, like a full-on walker with tennis with balls. Tennis balls. With tennis balls. With tennis balls. That was right so good. down to the tennis I, balls. Which I don't think you saw it, but what, when we were watching, when you came in, people stood up and started audibly laughing and clapping and pointing. Oh, did they really? They was, loved it. Yeah, I don't know. We're skipping to that. It. So they're kind of like, well, why? So let's, yeah. We had like, a match. Yeah, so. so. Not only that, but it was actually your first ever singles match. It was my first ever singles match. He's yeah. only been training for 10 years, though. To yeah. be fair. That's I'll Steve Stardom that. training. <laughs> <laughs> That's Steve Stardom training. It's a, it takes a long time before you gotta, you kind of get approved to go in the ring, but eventually you so just have to do I, it. Let's, let's, one thing I will say is thank you to you. Um, Don't do that. Okay, fine. Don't do that. But he helped, didn't he not? So, yeah. so I won't do it. Okay, fine. I won't do it. Yeah. I, I basically it. showed up today, and I'm so eager to wrestle because I haven't been able to do it, that I took over their match planning. We were and the only two so people. Well. Yeah, we were the only two people basically here. You showed up and he like, showed up and he was gonna... He filled in the blanks. It was like, we had our match. And he was like, no, the match is good, but fill in the blanks. And I went, holy shit, he's right. And, we, and those were the parts, if you notice, where we filled in those blanks. Yeah. That's where it worked. A lot of the, what you were able to help with was the is where it, psychological this, aspect yeah. of the match and helping us make sure that we could tell the story better because when me and you first talked about it, obviously, I'm a manager, so we're not trying to have a wrestling match. We're trying to we're tell not, a story. Exactly. We're trying to tell a story. Right. Yeah. You guys told a good story. It was yeah. very good. Thank you. And the, and what all I did was add small things. Mm-hmm. Small details. And that's really, like, what people miss sometimes. But that was huge, though. Like, when you told me after the snap, the second snap suplex, get up and pop the crowd. I, for some reason, should know better. But I wasn't thinking. So when you told me that, I remember going out there going, boom, second snap suplex, pop the crowd. It it worked. You were right. I hate the fact, I'm just going to say it, that I ruined probably one of the best spots. (laughs) I think it still worked. It was fine. I'm mad at myself. Go it would have been better. It would have no. been. I, it I ruined <laughs> it. I ruined it. It would have been better. No one knows we messed up except for you and me. And, and, and everybody you. is listening to that. So like three people. I, I, I just, I ruined it. And I even asked you what's next. And you were like the best fucking spot, asshole. I'm like getting up in the corner. I'm like, why isn't he talking shit to me? He's not doing anything. I was like, I feel like I'm waiting here for a really long yeah. time, so I'm just going to turn around and see what happens. And literally turn Boom. around right into <laughs> yeah, I was like, a grab. I was like, he's grabbing yeah. me. What's you happening? You want to fall down? No, fuck you. All right? You're going to stay. Right when right. he grabbed me at first, I go, I was like, just, I was like, let just me, fuck it. Yeah, I told, I told me, you. you, know, you I said, no, I said, dude, just buckle me. And you're like, did I forget something? And I said, yeah, you forgot the fucking spot and where I fall down. And then I let you and go. And you let me go. I let you go. So let's let them talk about the match. Okay. Go ahead. I think it was great. I, I... I can, honestly, can you just tell me how fucking awesome my poem promo was? Your promo oh, was hot fire. It was. It we was were sitting in the back. Amazing. I'm sorry. I honestly, well, okay. First, first, first and foremost, tell the panic. If you, if you want to talk about you the had a back, panic, I panic. Yeah. So, tell him, yeah, I so panic. Nick, Nick walks out to cheers, 
And I was like, that's it. This whole match is ruined. I did. I, is that what you said? Yeah, I was. He yeah. was in, like, DEFCON level four of <laughs> he how... He sat down. He was like, oh, no, he's, like, super... That was ruined. before Hogan 84 came out. <laughs> yeah. And so so, so he's looking, he's like, oh, my God, this match isn't going to work. Like, they, they love him too much. I was like, you have to remember that he there's a lot of friends and family that have come specifically for this match. So those are probably the people that are not smartened up. And that's why they're cheering because they see Nick in wrestling gear going to wrestle and they're excited. But you have to remember that you also have the kids. The kids love Maru. So once you come out, the the tides will shift. Oh man. Dude, I can barely Holy cut shit, that. did they fucking well, shift. Not even you're, that, you're dude. Right. I could barely right. cut the promo, dude. They were so fucking loud I could barely talk over them. I, I, I honestly wish I would have had one of those rap buzzers. For like when he did it, like, and look at this guy with his haircut from 1984, and I just wanted to like, bam, 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 we bam. all popped in the. Even though you already told me you were gonna say that, we still, I still popped. It was still good. like seriously, like it, like if you would have spit any more, you would have set the fucking place on fire. I just, I, I worked really hard on writing that for the past like literally 48 do you, hours. Do you remember any of it? Can can you recite? My name is Nikki Duche, and I have something that I want to say. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's all I got. That's it. City of Lacrosse title is blue. Something about Maru. I'm going to tell you why I'm going to beat Maru. Yeah. Wow. And that was when I started to feel better. If you remember, actually, I I actually have the transcript of it. No, we don't need to do this We're, right now. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to spend 45 yeah, minutes yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. our match. No, I just we, wanted to, we just got to get through it. So now the work aspect. All right. Okay. On. So I honestly was not worried about this match because I know that Nick is a very good heel yes. in, in lacrosse. People do not like him. They love you. So just for the psychological, psychological aspect is that the crowd was going to be into this one way or the other. Yeah. Somebody doesn't like it. And I think for overall, it's like, obviously, you know how to work. Mm-hmm. Barely. <laughs> and then, again, he's been training for 10 fucking years, so he knows how to bump and he knows how to work. He Nobody bumps better. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was beautiful. You listened so well, too. When you, when you, t- I'm going to cut in. When you, when it was time Shocker. for heat. Isaac's talking over me. When it was time for heat. You did exactly what we talked about. I need to ask Jack Spade something. Did you like the headlock spot where I almost tapped out to the headlock and then I... I thought it was hilarious. Did you like it? Yeah, okay, nice. Did, did, okay. Did that was like my that, favorite spot of the whole like match. The, uh, Trey and I were like, it's just a headlock. It's just a headlock. <laughs> this did you see him go deal. dead on me too? I was like... <laughs> I, I thought it was very... I was like, he really did yeah. this. And then the Dojo Boys music hit and I see Colin just like... Sprinting like he's running to like get first in the 500 meter yes, dash. I, I saw like, that too. He's coming really, really fast. <laughs> he is, you two hit hard. He is running, yeah. and all of a sudden he do, like like what is he even gonna do? Is he gonna try to run me over? <laughs> and then like he jumps and does a fucking like Superman elbow, and and then like he rolls out. I was like, yeah, sorry about that. And I'm like, I didn't know what the fuck. He was yeah, doing, he was yeah. coming in hard. We we're like five feet away from each like, other. Yeah. Like he like he was literally like. He saw me. He was like, ah, ah. "I was like, what are you doing right now?" And <laughs> no, it was the way, and you, you two flew too. It was hilarious. I got the chance. To yeah, sit it was. It yeah. was great because, like I told you guys, is that you know when when there's the psychology of stuff going on in the ring and out of the ring, and if you are both doing stuff, people should watch. You lose your audience. But the fact is that you guys did stuff while Trey and I were out there. 
that was just like, well, whatever. Like, we're still paying attention, but we're also kind of like, hey, fuck those guys. When the dojos came out and cleared us out, then you guys got into stuff. It's like, okay, now pay attention to us because now we're the only focus. Yeah, because of the psychology of the match. It makes sense for you to not have to do a whole lot. Right. So, like, we didn't. Yeah, you're right. We didn't. We didn't do, do it. Yeah. We didn't do much. You probably all. spent more time tonight laying on the canvas. In <laughs> yes, I probably did. Yeah, yeah. I probably did. Yeah. But I mean, that was part of it too, because it was like, I think it, somebody had talked about too. They thought uh, we had somebody before the show pitch the idea of me and Maru starting fresh together. No, no. And I was like, no. I don't understand if we're gonna if you're gonna give us ten minutes, how we make that last. That if you're gonna, if me and Maru yeah. are just Bing, 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 head to head. Here we go. Yeah, Let's start done. it up. It's you're like, done. I'm, you're yeah, done. I'm right. You're done. That's, well, yeah. it was good because obviously if he walks in, it's like, I don't need my, I don't need Riley. I don't need Trey. I don't, or Creed, sorry. Um, we don't need the, these guys. I'm, I'm my own man. And then of course you come out, everybody pops. You're getting everybody excited. You do the full circle. Bang. Bow. And they're like, I fu- like everybody's like I fucking knew it. I fucking it's knew their way. Actually, funny you say that because that lady, you remember the lady with the dark hair yeah, with yeah. the tattoo on her chest? Oh, I like her. She she, <laughs> she actually said saw it coming. <laughs> she said, yeah, she so said saw she, it coming. I knew it the she, whole she, time. She legit pulled the body three of the brain. Like, oh, I knew that. Can was we talk happen. about those smarks, or should we leave that alone? You can say whatever you want. I'd love to hear it. We tricked those smarks. Smart trickers. The John Smart Cena, triggers. the guys who were like John Cena. I hope they're still here. That really made me angry. Because oh I'm God, I was sure mad. I th- yeah. But the guys that did it are like we always talk to them after the shows. Yeah, they're like normal but show. For some goers. reason, they still feel the need to be smarks. And honestly, and the, being a smart is fine. But why? Why are you trying to start a John Cena? Like, what are like, you? Like, why are you doing? Well, they're making fun of me. I know. But by, by the way, by the time we finish this podcast. Not even the people who run the bar will be here. Oh, okay. Yep. Go ahead. No, we still All need right. to eat. Um, overall, overall match. We did our. We told the story. I say so. No, it was fantastic. Like, it was it. It was good on every level. It worked flip. on every single level. Let's put that that clothesline over. You like you, you like you doing fucking, that fucking flip bump. You did amazing. I just on told that. well, when me and Isaac talked about it. We'll wrap this up quick. But when we were talking about it, I was always like, well, there had. It's nice to have that climax to the match. And I was like, we can't do a lot. I can't bump a lot. That and was I was the, like, well, was the, I'll, I'll fucking just over t- oversell the clothesline. I can't tell you how many people came up after the show and were like, oh, dude, that clothesline was awesome. Because a lot of people in the cross probably don't, you know, yeah. see shit like that. Yeah. So I don't well, know. The best that part was that that was the yeah. You're right. That was the part of the yeah. Most of the time, when people will take that flip bump, they'll reset and like lay out flat. You. What you did was a lot better, which Dear is you God. took it and you kind of stayed in like a pile of laundry, <laughs> right? I was broken. Anything right. else? Or anything else you guys want to add so you can uh, finish sucking each other off? Are you falling asleep? What's going no. on with you right now? No. Two shows. talk for ten minutes. Are you getting another beer? I don't know if that's a great idea. I'm no, it's fucking fine. here because I'm the driver. Oh, that's fair. Wait, what? Ooh, I don't know what's going on. No, I'm saying for these two because they're... We're so, already at okay, 47 so, minutes, okay, so oh, we got to hurry. We right. only have three matches left. So basically what happened, you guys brawled to the back, yes. and then all of a sudden you opened up after intermission with you guys No, no, no. Hold on. Only two. Hold on. Hold on. While Let's, Kyle Creed was running down... Hold on. Hold on. Stop talking over me. <laughs> Anything we want to say about your guys' match before we put a bow in it? No. All right. That being said, we've talked for 47 minutes. This led in intermission. Let's take an intermission here. Now let's All talk right. about no, intermission. 
Let's take an intermission. intermission. This is part for commercial. Intermission. So, Jesse, apparently we have to make a promo for our podcast, but I'm not exactly sure what we're supposed to say. Oh, come on, Nick. We just got to talk about Grapple Talk, where we talk about wrestling. It doesn't matter if it's the national stuff or the local stuff. That's true. I mean, regardless if it's WWE or our local talent, we cover it all. Oh, we also got to plug the social media. That's right. Facebook.com slash The Grapple Talk, and you can follow us on Twitter at The Grapple Talk. Man, that was a really good promo. That was. High five. Hi. Yeah. Hey, everybody. This is RGG from the Regular Guy Gaming Podcast on The Grapple Talk Network. I think it's safe to say if you like wrestling, you also like games. So join me and my co-host Ragbag as we talk about old games, new games, games we love, games we hate, special guests, interviews, and of course, Ragbag's love for Luigi Mansion. That is all on Regular Guy Gaming. Check us out. Oh, hello. Do you like talking about life and the fun you have with your friends and games you play with each other and memories you've had over the course of time. <sighs> Nothing's better than family, folks. And here at the Ross Family Podcast, we really love having fun. Myself, Jack Spade, Victor Ross, Scott Williams. A turtle. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, who the hell are you, Isaac? <laughs> All right. Long enough. Why don't you order your pizza? Let's talk about intermission. Jesus Christ. Are you kidding? I was joking. Fuck. Okay. Okay. We're out of intermission. Tag match. We're we're back with the second half of the show. So we had the tag match. It was Doja Boys versus myself and Cal Creed. Uh, Basically, as we alluded to in the last match, is that there was the brawling where Colin decided that he was running for track, for cross country. (laughs) We brawl back. We're gone. Intermission's going on. We come back from intermission. We come back and we're brawling. So the the awesome. idea, the illusion, the illusion is that we've been fighting for like fifteen, 15 minutes. minutes. <laughs> but Jenks, you owe me a soda. So my memory of this is being downstairs and looking at the monitor and going, "Oh shit, the lights are off!" Yeah, <laughs> and then having to go upstairs super quickly, and then. You guys bawling out and going, oh, Cal and, uh, Cal and Grace must not have been ready yet because these they, guys have been out no, here. No, yeah. Kyle was running around. Cal Creed and fucking Adam Grace were literally running around down here going, what, what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? You're supposed to be up there fighting. Derek Cobain or Co- Derek comes down here. Fuck it. Derek comes down here and goes, you guys need to be up there fighting. I can't believe you used his legit name and not his work name right there. I, I, Derek. I thought that I, uh, <laughs> Derek. I, see, I can't I, believe you called him I, Derek. I loved it because we saw the lights go off. And even before that, we were like, hey, so how much time do we have before like we come back from intermission? It's like, and Derek is literally like, oh, I don't know. I've been down here talking to you the whole time. And I was like, that's great. Grub had been standing in the ring. He announced the match. Oh my god! Which actually worked in the context right. of things because like did. nobody came out, right? Because yeah. you guys were brawling. What didn't work? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be fair. Here we go. I'm gonna be fair. I'm only gonna bring up one thing that didn't work. You guys have been t- fighting, fighting uh, for 25 minutes. <laughs> Okay. Yep. yep. And Alex Riley is not sweating at, at all. all. In <laughs> fact, did you put more hairspray in right before you went up? I did. Dry as a bone. Uh, but you mean, guys have been well, meanwhile, Colin throws water on him. In the unaw- freezing. Un- unaware that he was about to walk out into the cold. 
So he froze. Yeah. Yep. Because when I tried to go for a chop, he ducked out of the way. Not because he was trying to be like, oh, I'm Mr. Babyface. He's like, I don't want to get chopped because I'm still fucking frozen right now. (laughs) I actually knew that 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 wasn't planned because the way your hand went through, you had committed to that chop. Yeah, because I was like... I'm gonna chop you because I need to do something. I just think the best he part about this, like, oh, the right. best part is this whole brawling thing was actually AC Riley's original idea, but then he thinks he goes, oh, we're about to go up. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> Here we go. All right, come on, baby. We've been fighting for 25. We've been fighting for a half hour. What's going on? Also, Ben Holder never actually up. called for the bell. He never did. He so the <laughs> the match never started. So they were just waiting, and then eventually they just went, ah, fuck it. Ding ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. the crowd looked like they were into it from down. down Dojo boys are really well, over here. Like, honestly, the, the majority of the time when Kyle and I were fighting, it's like in, in the back of my head, I was like, "Where the hell are I saw Adam you and see them? I, when you saw them, you started to take a shirt. I, I, when you saw them, then you started to set them up or something. No, I, I took the shirt before okay. I even realized because like then I turned around mm-hmm. and then I noticed like, oh, here they finally come. They're at the merch table, oh, and I'm like, thank God. Because I was like, are we just going to, like, uh, is it going to be me and Colin singles match for the tag notes or something? <laughs> I was like, where are they? I could see the confusion on your face. I was actually kind of mad about it. They but. were running around down here, seriously. I, one thing I really loved about that match was, I know they planned it, but it really looked random and awesome, was how they super kicked you on this di- different sides of the ring at the same time. That was awesome. They went, pow! I was like, wow, like... That, that takes timing and, and yeah. just understanding each mm-hmm. other as a tag team that they are. They really had – they were on point. That I mean, they've awesome. been tagging for about four years. I don't years. think there's – you know, not to be that guy, and, I mean, we're creeping up on 50-whatever minutes. I don't think there was as much to talk about because, obviously, I think you guys are waiting to tell your full story for a later show because, I mean, you guys came out. You pretty much did your double down after maybe one or two minutes, and then you kind of went right home yeah. after that, See, which is understandable my, because... My favorite part about that is that when we get to the... When we got to the actual... When I got to the venue, Derek's like, yeah, I'm thinking you guys should just go, like, five minutes. And I got mad. I was like, why? Why five minutes? It's like, uh, because you're doing the brawl and then intermission, and we come back. So you, in theory, have been wrestling for, like... You've been fighting for 15 minutes. I was like... Oh, I get it now. Yeah. So I, was like, I, I thought you were saying, like, oh, five minutes overall, like, start to finish. And I was like, you really think that we can tell a story in five minutes? Like, oh, because you – and it was like, oh, you I'm know, an idiot. You guys went five or six minutes. But yeah. how many people are going to come back to – Exactly. Like, if you talk to people that watch the show in the crowd, how many people are going to go, oh, that Dojo Boys and 3BF match was awesome? Because it was bang, bang, bang. It was all – you it guys was, had all your fucking good shit. It was different. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't what the rest of the card was. Yeah. Because like when you get a bunch of the matches that are the same thing over and over and over, then you just you just remember the most recent match. Because like, oh yeah, that one was good. It's like, well, it was a carbon copy. Of the other one's like, well, I just remember this yeah. one. It's but like, if you do something that's different, everybody's like, man, that one sticks out. It's like, hey, green guy who's listening, you don't have to work. <laughs> 10, 12, 15 minutes every night. You don't have to get everything in every night. Yep. What matters more is where you're going. Yep. yep. The nice thing about it is that, you know, after intermission, sometimes you work a long tag match and you have that, you know, fucking long ass heat in the tag match. Yeah. Sometimes the crowd, but you guys, obviously, since you got technically, you mm-hmm. came out there and just were well, a house on fire the entire time. Yeah. Kept the crowd and into I, it. And and I, I think the biggest thing, too, is because, like, the intermission match, 
you're basically it's basically two separate shows if you think about it. So you have the the first half of the show where again where you have that opener match, you have the main event so to speak. So you want to open and close on a high note, and then you have that intermission, you have that break. So you have to be like, all right, we're kind of coming, we're coming back cold. So you have to have a good return from intermission match as an opener to be so basically say, all right. Let's get the crowd back after just kind of like sitting on our thumbs for about 15 minutes to get people to do merch and everything. So and that and, and instead of being like, oh, this is a really exciting match, it literally starts off with just a bunch of people just fighting. Yeah. Like, oh, they're not even waiting for their music or anything fancy. They're so, just like, they're just fighting. Good match. And, and now we're going to get into my main and pretty much only complaint of this yep. whole show. I'm going to lay it out there. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to lay out my complaint. Lay which it. You guys have heard already. Put it down. You He's guys, pulling his pants down to shit. Yeah, you guys will talk about it. While you guys are talking about it, I'm going to go pee. Okay. So that's the thing that's going to happen. Nice so, segue. Yeah. I'm just, it's like I know the future. Can I hold your dick? <laughs> no, because you have to talk about this. Oh, it's like you're on my, it's like you're on my show already, but you'd never be invited there, so you won't. You're never going to have me on there, are That's you? right. I'm waiting for the Maru edition of the Ross Family Matters project. Honestly, they're I never going to do I it. Feel like, I think they're going to stick to that gimmick. I, I feel don't like if you accepted it. Krav Maga as a way of life, then maybe they would you'd be consider it. As okay, Krav wait, wait, wait. What's your complaint? Because I feel like you have to take a piss. I do. I've had to take it for a while. My complaint. Do you what down there? Is because of the entirety of this show. This was as about close to booking like an old school ECW show as I can remember seeing on an indie show. Right. Everything was go 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 go. Right. Yeah, you're right. Is yeah. the heavyweight title match oh, for the yeah. main title? That's yeah. Yes. Became the down match. match of the show. Yeah. Which the guys who worked it did a great job of working with they and did. starting slow and bringing it back. Yeah. But. It just didn't have the right feel. Right. But that's also, okay, but that's also a, a advertisement problem as well, too. Yep. Okay, that's not just on us. Yeah, here's... I'll, I'll tell you something. Yep. Ready? I think Kyle Roberts is a good worker. I've watched a ton of his stuff. I've commentated for a ton of his stuff. I don't know what it is, but for some reason, his matches... Great athleticism, great yep. moveset, great shit, but they, there's just something always Miss, off. Yes, there's something missing. There's always something missing. Yes. And honestly, we talked about this. Yes. And I know we're getting kind of off off the topic of the actual match, but I think this is where you start discussing the idea of giving him something else to do character-wise. Because I don't know, I don't think it's his moves. I think it's his character. It's yes. just not getting over it's with not. lacrosse because he's supposed to come out there and be this super over baby face, and he never is. He's not. You're and I right. think I think if you look at Kyle, he has all these accomplishments. He's he's he I mean let, let's be honest, he's yeah, he has a look, he's a good-looking dude. He knows what he's doing in the ring. Yes. I mean the perfect prodigal he son has, as we talked about for RCCW. He's been on WWE. Yeah. I mean, he should be that smug fucking heel that's kicking people's in the Agreed. face. You know? just, I agree with see, you. I I noticed it more and more between the match with with uh, Jared Jacks and Kyle Roberts, where Jared Jacks as the heel was getting over, and even my match with him in April, and then he was trying to say, "Is like, oh, you you only got cheered because you had your work friends with you." He was like, "No, they're they're all gone today." Yeah, I don't. I think there Here's was. My, I think my biggest grievance of the match, you know, you know, Spade had talked about his grievances based on uh, based on just overall the 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 dynamic shift. 
My grievance was that there wasn't enough advertising, as Isaac had alluded to, as he's being molested by Devil and Kane. Um, and loving it. And no, he definitely loves it. Um, but I think I think overall we had just everybody else. There wasn't enough you had, advertising. You had you had the Dojo Boys and 3BF advertising their show, their match. There were people more you had, excited for our you had, match. Than... You had Nick and Isaac who were advertising their match. You had Colt and. Uh, you had Cole that was advertising the match. You had yeah. TJ that advertised their match. Everybody except the heavyweight title match. Did every... exactly. Let's yeah, talk. About, let's talk about like, really good. quick on the flagship when me and Jesse did our actually we did one our one, right. one episode of a year. Jesse was like, <laughs> I don't remember what the heavyweight championship match is. He didn't know what it was. He had no I, idea what the match was. When I was making the poster, I put Colt on the poster. I put Devlin on the poster. And then I was like, "Oh, well, Why let's let's put let's put Dojo's on the poster and 3BF because that was also an announced match." And then as I was sorting through the promo shots to get a good Dojo Boy promo shot from November, I looked and I saw the photos of Kyle and Chris Black tugging on the belt. I was like, "Oh, that's They're, right. Yeah. I made like so." So I almost forgot about this because of the lack of advertisement on their part. Honestly, the story mm-hmm. for the heavyweight title match turned into me being on commentary. Yeah, there you go. So, partly again, my fault. Again, well, and again, it sucks. Well, screw you. Both guys, both guys are super real. They really good workers. They're, and you know what's really sad good. about that is they're shit. great in the ring, and what they did was awesome. They were on point. It's the this really goes to show advertisement and and really it getting it set up. That is important. Yeah. And when you don't put that all together, you could have the best match in the world and no one will give a shit. Well, by the end of that match, the crowd was there though. Yep. And the crowd was into the idea of the no DQ match going into the next right. show. Yeah. So now the question becomes is how do you build that match outside of You pray that you do. Because I know that I t- me and Riley talked about this breaking the fourth wall a little bit about this match getting set up previously, and we go, this match should be like one of the biggest matches RCCW has yes, ever had going into that. it because it's a unification never happened before. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. I but really feel was like disappointed. That. Like this should have been. This Ugh. is the this is the thing. You know what I mean? And it wasn't. It, but it was a good it, match. It, it was a good match, yeah. but it wasn't. It went from this is this is the dynamic of how everything kind of declined so you had the river rumble where initially kyle couldn't make it because he was doing a show for harley race which was understandable it's pretty decent i I would say as far as excuses go that's 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 probably on on top of the list if you miss a show for harley race he'll take your eye out with he'll he'll get you hey yeah he will that's how you talk you have a stroke (laughs) no that's harley that's harley have you guys ever not talked to him before that was hardly race so I, i i would say that overall a very valid excuse of why he couldn't make the show. So instead of the River Rumble being the winner gets a shot at the champion in the new year, Derek had just gotten the brand new belt, obviously wanted to show it off. And initially he had fought it because he didn't want to do the undisputed kind of he didn't want to do the undisputed stuff. He didn't he he didn't like the idea of it, but enough po- poking and prodding is like you get to show off the belt opposed to playing hot potato with your championship belt again. So he's okay. The winner will become the interim champion, and then we go into the undisputed title match, which was great. the The premise was new; it never been done in RCCW, and it made sense. 
That's why then, we should have more yes. attention. Then, in small. October, you <laughs> had... Hold on, breaking news. Everybody stop. Devil Kane has a small penis. Continue. All right, that's not breaking ahead. news, that's just fact. All right, I'm the front of the show, you mother... Dude, no. Let me tell you something right now. Wow. Duchesne is ready to actually walk out of here. We need to do this. He's hungry. He's angry. Are you like a girl? Yes. Okay. I was wondering. Uh, My mom did call him a pussy. Anyways, so September premise: Chris Black wins the River Rumble, becomes the interim champion. Everything is set into motion. October, their first meeting, mixed tag match with them. Uh, Stacey Shadows and Sierra, everything again ties okay. in. The full chronicle of RCCW is. Like- and then November, again, the pick your poison, a lot of good storytelling. You get Jack Spade that is, you know, oh. es- established and injured <laughs> and out of there. He's out of the family. You have Chris Black and Vic Ross tie in together. Then we take a break in December, come back in January, nothing fucking happens. Yeah. The only thing that happened, again, as you said, you were officially named as part of the commentary team. There you go, and, bud. All right, so good job. <laughs> and you good know job. what? Well, On any job. other show, that would have been one of the top matches. Yeah. It's actually a compliment to the entire quality of yeah. this show that that match felt that way. Yeah, that's true. Because that... I didn't consider that. That was a really, really... Even that match... Yeah. Was a good match. It was. Yep. It's just everything was so strong, and there was no down point for the crowd. That's true. They just didn't have a place to take that. Like everybody needs to take a fucking rest, especially exactly. wrestling fans who are fat and stupid. They need to take <laughs> Honestly, a rest. Honestly, yeah. he's so mean about wrestling fans. <laughs> so you're mean. He's honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we got to the point. Then we got to the main event. Now, mm-hmm. yep, main I mean, event. DJ, I got, mean, sorry, the main event. <laughs> Devlin Kane, Devlin Kane. I have never no, no, no. seen him. No, I, I, let's be honest. Let's let's this dude let's, let's was get into this. Fucking nervous. The main you event. Were, it was um, Cole Cabana and some jobber. I don't know why the fuck anybody booked <laughs> well, this match. Well, since he's here right now, why don't you just take about Tyler Jackson two he's minutes drunk. out of your life and just go ahead and blow Cole Cabana on, on the grapple. Well, it's now. gonna be really tough because he a he's super drunk and b I know this. He doesn't like I know this. I know this, Kane. This yeah, I know this game. Anything you'd like to add? Hey, who's your new road wife? Who's your road wife? Say he is the road wife. Say Say, choose choose between Riley or Maru. I can't do it. Choose. He is the wife. You guys are the fucking husbands. Yeah, wait. Let me be the mistress. Let me word this in a way he'll understand. Which one of them's is your bottom bitch? I'm the bottom bitch. <laughs> you shouldn't I'm be married to anybody because you're already having problems as it is. That's Jesus. I didn't say bitch, what. I just said he's having problems. All right. I took us to this point. I'm out. All righty then. <laughs> All right. So um, I had never. Uh, I know Kane can work. Don't get me wrong. I know he can work. Wait, but I, I actually. Hope so. No, no, no. Carried I got your to, ass for a year. He, he did. He did. He did. Still carrying his I ass. I got to see him work tonight as opposed to just see, wrestle. Here, the main thing that, you know, he always shoots himself in the foot, and I act like he's not here and he's literally at the same table. Fuck him. Let's he, just talk like he's not. His, his main issue Please. is that he always shoots himself in the foot saying that he's not to the level that everybody... He so, gets into his head. He gets me excited last, in these matches. Last I'm like, year. oh shit, things last are going to go wrong. And then nothing does. And nothing like, goes wrong. Oh, he man. does just fine. Yep, last exactly. year, he wrestled against Matt, Beer Seed Bruiser, 
and was instantly in his head. It's like, oh, this match is going to really suck and it's going to be really bad. No, I think you guys will be fine. It was a triple threat. Himself, Matt, and Chase. Seth was a little bit of, you know, him. he and Chase know each other. Chase and Matt know each other. It, there's a little bit of a, of a triangle. So then there was a, there's a familiarity. And he did fine. This match with Cole Cabana. Everybody was... I even had people saying, oh, well, who's Cole working at that show? It's a Devil and Kane. It's like... And I had people asking, is he is he a serious wrestler? Or like, is he like Stone Cold serious? Like, you know, doesn't try to do any comedy. He's like, no, he doesn't even touch a mic because he does not like to talk. It's like, oh, that'll be great then. Without knowing who Devlin Kane was, they were looking as like, is he a serious wrestler? Oh yeah, really serious. Oh, it'll be great then. Right off that, I popped really hard during the dancing gimmick. Told you. you looked like I you were frolicking. I like told you, but his face. Women, like, but his Ugh. face. No, no, no. His Your face. It was his hand. His hand and his body was there. Yes. But his face always sold it like, what month. the fuck I is going on spot. with me? Jeff's it was so beautiful, and I loved it. Devlin King gets really nervous when he wrestles people he thinks are really good wrestlers. When he wrestled me, cool as a cucumber. When we, he wrestled me, cool as a cucumber. Yo, check this out. When he wrestled me, he was calling me kid, even though I'm older than him. He was all like, he was all like, don't worry. Like when we did our little trilogy, we did. He was like, no, it's cool. And I was like, we could do this. Yeah, no. Yeah, who, you know, it was, you know, who, he was. Who bumped like ass during that knuckles? Shut I think up. Oh. We're not talking, we are not talking oh. about anyways, that. Anyways, no, no, no. let's I talk do. about the best part of the entire night when Colt looks over at, uh, at Devlin downstairs and he goes, Hey, so when do you want to talk about the match? You want to talk about when the show starts? And, also and his you go, face gets white. You mean like when we're in the ring? Like, oh, he was worried that it was going to be called. I, I spent the whole day. I spent the whole day going, I don't know what you did to Colt Cabana, but he is <laughs> Oh, it was so good. Like, is Cal, Cal Creed was doing the same thing. He's going to call it in the ring. He's not going to go over the match with you. <laughs> it was so good. And he was sitting there going, secret, he's like, Yo, Isaac, listen. I'm scared as fuck. I'm scared as fuck right now. Meanwhile, meanwhile, anybody that looked like they were free for a minute is like, yeah. hey, do you got, you got a couple seconds so I can just go over my well, match? Man, we are just shitting on it. Devlin came right now. Yeah, we are. We're just trying to get it him was to talk. Really That's good the match. main thing. That was a good but you know what the truth of the matter is? He, the match was awesome. Mm-hmm. That's they spine did a great job. That spine buster was nasty. Dude, what did I tell you? And roll through when spine you did that spot. roll, I told them he's going to take a bump. I was wrong he rolled and oh, it was great it's sort of like Penn and Teller awesome. with Devlin Kane <laughs> it, it is. sort of is. It is except I would not pay for this show <laughs> uh, I would demand money <laughs> that's right you uh, got paid but for uh for for what it was I mean Cole Cabana showed up for what it was, that's not that's for what it was. It's no, no, no. Not only did Cole Cabana show up, he showed up at call time when half the roster didn't even bother show up. He was, yeah, I, that he was, was actually Derek brought that up and was a little embarrassed. He worked. Derek hard. was like, he's gonna be here before our own guys. Yep. And, and he was. And he worked hard. Yeah, he did. And he d- he took way more bumps than he probably had to. Agreed. And the best Love. part about it is that when the match Ooh. was over, everybody was still 100% into the match and very excited about the match. Because mm-hmm. that Superman pin, one, two, three. That was three. so cool. Every, like, the crowd it. erupted. So it wasn't like, oh, cool, like, now we can leave. Awesome. They're like, oh, I'm still into this. We're going to sit around. We're going to sit around a bit. You know that's a good show when they sit around a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great way to end the show. And it was a good way because you didn't have that definitive finish in the match before to let people know, like, hey, the, the, 
this is this is the actual this end. Is it. We are Your done. Crowd is happy. My, I know. My, my favorite part too is the the whole fact. Like as we were. As we were talking, I, I know I talked over you, and I, 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 I can get on me at that. I, 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 I pulled in Isaac, talk. but here's here's the thing that I loved. Additional to when Riley this, drinks beers, he just talks. So and talks. And it, in addition to to TJ being yes. in his head, he was also complaining. He's like, yeah, you know, like me turning heel was like really cool. And and again, this is what we alluded to that. If the fans know what they want, they'll stick to it. They knew that they loved Devlin Kane, but when he turned in November, they're like, "The fuck is this shit?" And they got mad. And then he was like, "Yeah, you know, like me turning heels really cool, but like, oh, I just really wish I didn't have to be have a manager." Sure enough, his manager couldn't make it from the weather. And it's like, you got what you wanted. It's like, oh. So what you're saying is basically Devlin Kane is the luckiest son of the son of a bitch on the face of the earth. <laughs> oh. I'm telling you, you said that. <laughs> and you guys he just talked. Speak. He just talked. <laughs> All right. Well, I, want, I want to say one more thing. I want, to, I want to ask what your opinion is I'm not this, talking. Or sure. both of you. Yeah. One last thing before we go. Do you think that it would have made more sense if we had, let's say, 100 new people here that have never been here before that would maybe come back? Would it have made more sense for Devlin Kane to go over to set him up going into shows moving forward? Well, I, I, I brought that up during the pre-show, right? Or, or when we were talking about it, and I said, how do you know Cole Cabana won't put him over? Right. Um, but the way that the show ended up being laid out, it, it worked made sense. fine. I, I agree. I and, think the way it went was the way it should have went. Cool. And, and honestly, you know, that pin... Doesn't necessarily kill Devlin Kane. It didn't at all. Yeah, it because didn't it's out of nowhere. It's quick. Devlin Kane is he's not, not used to that. Defeated like at he all. could yeah, get up. Not used to quick. Your character is <laughs> you. No, what I'm saying is you're not used to you're slowly here. opening up. And RCCW, they have his own podcast by yeah, the end of the month. Yeah, yeah. They're not you're used to. It, it'll be an hour long podcast where he just doesn't say anything. It didn't hurt him at all. All it did <laughs> was just yeah. make the fans happy that, yeah. that the guy that turned style. on them got his up and coming. It just makes him more pissed yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Like for the next time, next. the next person he has to fight is in trouble. Like that's it. They're gonna get horned times ten. All right. Want to wrap it up right All right, here so we that, go. Our la- last thing I want to say, now that we've recapped the entire show, anything that you guys would have changed? So would you have put a match in a different position than it currently was? Or would have you would you have left the card exactly He did the, the right thing. I was scared. I'm not going to lie when you changed us. When you put us after I was scared Swaggle. coming after Swaggle. We I did not want to do that. I didn't want to follow Swaggle. I was scared, and you did the right thing. It worked out. Honestly, I would have changed it even further, but it was too far like near the beginning of the show. But when I looked at it, I actually would have kept you guys at three, put the tag match at four. That would have been good. And then gone into intermission and came back with Swoggle. To bring him back up. Because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually what I thought you were going to say. And I didn't think about it till I was already sitting at the table. And it was too late. Yeah. Do you think but, you do you think you could have moved the heavyweight match, the heavyweight championship match, anywhere else in the card to make it, um, and not in that awkward predicament? Because it was yeah. possibly one. It possibly could really? have been your first match. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. That I th- actually, I actually not I, that actually would have worked. I think that would have worked. You're right. Because yeah. it's a solid wrestling match. You start out with your title. Hot, yep. How do you feel with the way you directed this? You feel good? I didn't direct it. 
I thought you put match. I thought you. Well, I switched the order of your one match, but was I that it? I didn't write. the What show. was the mind behind that then? The mind behind it was if we didn't switch the order of that, then they would have been fighting for forty minutes, and came out and AC Riley still would have been sweating. <laughs> Very good point. Is that fucking hair gel he's trying to produce? So much hair gel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it. Anything else? No, it was a good show. That was, you could put that show anywhere, and that would have been a good show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that's just showing the growth of this lacrosse area um, as far as wrestling. And, and, it, you know, that gateway between Wisconsin and Minnesota, it should be a place like that. Like, St. Louis is a gateway, and it was yeah. for ever and ever. It was, like, the place to wrestle. Like, that yeah. was an all-star card. Sure. Right on that, that archway. We've had guys from Lucha Underground message the page. And I granted, I think half of it is, hey, I heard about your show. I'd like to come down and wrestle for you guys. Right. But well, probably come up even on top of that, you also had Bob Evans, who I think for him, a lot of it is the idea that he's okay. heard from Matt. He's heard from other wrestlers in the area. He's probably heard a lot of good stuff. And he's like, hey, I'd actually like to come down and wrestle for you guys. So had it been like if... If you think about like 20, whenever I first came up here, 2013, 2012, 2014, somewhere in there. Sure. Right? There's no way I could have pictured a show like this that happened tonight happening here. Well, that's the thing, too, is that like once 7RW lost Loons, Howie's, whatever you want to call it, which I never was at Howie's. Once they lost that venue and then they went to the Analaska American Legion. Things kind of went on a downward spiral because Howie's was a great location because you were in the college area, you were still reasonably downtown so people could go out and have fun, whereas the Adelaide American Legion is kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So the, the, the viewership kind of dwindled and then reforging 7RW into RCCW, it's gone, it, it went from the decline from, the, from loons it sounds like you're talking with a rape in the background right now. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it sounds Stop like. It. So you, so you have, you had the decline from losing loons, and then just kind of like just trying to make do, trying to do the best of a bad situation, and then RCCW was reforged, and then built up the American Legion, built up more and more, got rid of the stink of NAW, and then more people decided to flock in. Yeah, and this is now a. You have to consider this a growing area. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have no excuse not to like. And it's a melting pot because a lot of black people work here. <laughs> I don't think that's what he meant. That's wow. not what I was saying. So Why did I get kicked here. And also Isaac. Derek and also loves Isaac. black people here. <laughs> Shut up. A lot of what, <gasps> the thing. You're the thing about off. this place opposed to. I don't a lot see what I places. said wrong. So in I'm a black. in a in a in a I'm Twin black. Cities <laughs> area, You're white. you have. No, I'm not. Five feds in the Twin Cities area. Prove it. In Milwaukee, you have five places that run in that area. In Green Bay, you have about two or three. In La Crosse, it is La Crosse and basically a two-hour radius of wrestling. Sometimes NAW books run here. They're always fun. Yeah, because nobody fucking knows when those shows are going on. (laughs) Whoa. And then you had Julian who was running his shows for a while. But he runs spot shows. So he he would run a... A big show with a bunch of names, a lot of name value on it, but it would only be like once a year. Well, yeah. and, and As far as a continuous wrestling, 
this is the show that's in a two hour radius. But the beauty of that is that you can you can be able to do like, oh, I'm gonna bring in some guys from Minnesota, bring in some guys from Milwaukee, bring some guys from Illinois. They probably never wrestle each other. They probably never had the chance to work with each other. And then here's that opportunity for them. And, and the shows here have gotten so good to the point where, like, this for me now would be considered basically my home company. I mean, between this and MIAW, but I like coming here because I get to do things that because I... Because Derek doesn't tell you, like, everything that you does is, is the, the shit. Is the drizzling shit. And he gives me the ability to create my own story. And for a while, when you guys had the TV going on, you could do things that you just can't do at other places. Yeah, right. You can't, if you're doing these spot shows or these shows where your crowd consistently changes, you can't run an ongoing right. story. Yep. And now, all this talent that's coming and getting infused here is just making this a really, really, like... People want to sleep on this shit, but they can't. I did that for you. Thank you. Because I understood you better. Because the way you were talking before, I was having a hard time. There was a I do not want to go to Perkins with you. I do not want to do that. I thought we were going to get pizza upstairs. I don't know. That's pizza fine. Upstairs. They have frozen pizza. Yeah, yeah. fuck it. Let's, I don't want to leave. Oh, you want to leave? I'm willing to drive you, you guys. You Out of all the times that I can stay this somewhere. This has been the Riley Factor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah all right, all right. Yeah, yes, all right, go ahead, yes. go ahead, go ahead. This has been the Riley Factor with a Grapple Talk Roundtable, Grapple Talk Network, Ross Family Matters podcast, Grapple Talk Network. Thank you. Regular <laughs> Grapple, regular... No, you're not on here. Hey, you put it all together. You're, you're Are you going to edit him completely out? So did I say like, anything bad? What did I do? You know what would have made hey. this show better? What? More Krav Maga. Damn right. That's oh, what would have made this oh show better. I'm great, brother. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Breaking in the new year, RCCW. A lot of good things coming out of River City Championship Wrestling here in La Crosse, Wisconsin. My hometown, my stomping ground. Really enjoyed being a part of the product and really excited to uh, see where RCCW goes. Now, they're moving on to monthly shows. The only time they won't be at the Legion is on July and also in December. But, you know, so hopefully some fair shows lined up in the summer to kind of make up for the fact that they're not going to be gone. Uh, that they're not going to be around to the Legion, excuse me, in July. But, uh, yeah, so this has been a little bit longer than I expected. So uh, maybe divulge a little bit of uh, what's been going on here. And here and there and everything. So, uh, so we had the uh, January twelfth was RCCW. Uh, had a triple shot. Actually, had two triple shots in January. Uh, kicking things off uh, on our good note. Uh, on the thirteenth, I was over in Sterling, Illinois, for Funky Monkey Wrestling, part of their Over the Top Rumble. And then the following day was uh, over in Chicago. Uh, for Zelo Pro, first time I'm getting a chance to go there. Actually, got invited a while ago uh, by one of the promoters. You know, wanting me to, uh, yeah, you know, basically just asking if I'd like to come down and see a show. And you know, with with Sunday shows, they're always kind of tough, especially from lacrosse and especially being in uh, Chicago. It's a five-hour drive, so thankfully I had the opportunity to really kill two birds with one stone by being able to check out the show, and also uh, because I was only an hour away, courtesy of Sterling, Illinois, it, it worked out. So, uh, you know, a really big thanks to Funky Monkey Wrestling and Zelo Pro for having me at their shows. Had a lot of fun, uh, got to meet some new people, and just, again, just had such a good time and really hope to be back at both those places again. 
Um, and then, of course, the next triple shot weekend, I was uh, at ACW on Friday. I was over at BCW for a benefit show uh, for one of their longtime sponsors, Mike Drought. And then on Sunday, over at Midwest All-Star Wrestling in Hudson, Wisconsin, Again, another huge triple shot weekend. ACW was a lot of fun. It always is. Uh, a little bit different. Did a little bit of commentary and then uh, got beat up by some rook. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, beat up uh, by some rookies. Yeah, that's great recording uh, gold right there. And then the next day, it was over to uh, BCW. Uh, basically, just again, it was a fundraiser for one of their longtime sponsors uh, who uh, was coming down, had basically come down with a huge case of uh, West Nile virus. Uh, even with uh, medical insurance, uh, still t- had a huge, huge, huge medical bill uh, for all the stuff that happened there. So glad we were able to hopefully put a dent in the medical costs there and you know put on a good show in the process. Got to wrestle Onyx and Dreddy, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And he had a good time, and you know, and it's always a always a blast at Brew City Wrestling. And then the next day, the final day of the triple shot, it was uh, Midwest All Star Wrestling. Been there a couple times now. Things were a little different. Got to wrestle Garrison Cree in a boot camp match. Uh, uh, there's a little bit of live commentary from the Breaking Night podcast. It was actually really cool because I haven't seen uh, Craven Knight and, and, as a result, Sean Slade and Ed BC. Uh, haven't seen them in a really, really, really long time. So I was really glad to you know get an opportunity to see those guys again. It's been about ten years since I've seen most of those guys, and it's uh, it was really, really long overdue. Uh, didn't even realize it was Sean Slade I was talking to when they were part of the podcast until I saw on the description, Craven Knight and Sean Slade talk about Midwest All-Star Wrestling. It's like, holy shit, I haven't seen that guy in ages. But uh, again, another huge triple shot. Got to do an interview with uh, Michael Pam for Michael's Corner that he does for his YouTube show. Kind of talk about uh, my gear, talking about uh, just what I've been doing for 10 years and what I hope to accomplish in 2018. Uh, main thing is just honestly just getting on the road as much as I can. I really hate being at home. I'm very type A where I just need to be doing something. I mean, I definitely enjoy uh, having an opportunity to relax and reflect, but I don't like too much time of it. Uh, you know, as they say, idle hands are make the devil's work. And I'm no devil. Well, I don't know. Anyways, uh, more stuff coming up here uh, as we're getting ready for a double shot in Milwaukee, MIW, South Milwaukee Rumble, or as Armani calls it, the uh, the Rumble Royal. It'll be a lot of fun. Back-to-back appearances at Papa Luigi's 2 for the Rumble. And then the following day over to ICW for Insane Championship Wrestling in Milwaukee. Uh, take it on TW3. I haven't gotten to take him on it actually in a couple years, and it, it'll be snug. It'll be snug. It'll be a slobber knocker, as they call it. But uh, just it's been really great these past couple days with uh, or the past couple weeks, I should say, uh, for pro wrestling. Uh, really fortunate to be able to do what I love, and really fortunate for all the guys that uh, guys and gals that allow me to uh, to do what I love. You know bringing me over to shows and being able to work. Hopefully can do more of that in February and the rest of the months moving forward. And just really make 2018 a good year. Everybody says, I'm going to make this my year. I really want it to be my year. Um, still got some openings in February. You can check them out on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash WI. Make sure to give me a follow as well on Twitter, Instagram, and you can probably add me on PlayStation. That's not too you know weird. Uh, you can follow me on all three of those platforms at Wrong Alex Riley, and then also I got a pro wrestling tease page, uh, pro wrestling tease.com slash wrong Alex Riley. And I think that's about it. Is that it? I think so.
Anyways, thank you again for listening to the Riley Factor. Uh, hopefully, the wait was worth it. Hopefully, you enjoyed the uh, the roundtable discussion uh, for the Grapple Talk Network. Uh, again, Jack Spade. RGG, Ragbag, thank you all for being part of the Riley Factor uh, in this case. <laughs> it was actually funny. Jack Spade had actually asked me um, if I hated the podcast. He thought I hated it because it hadn't been posted. And in reality, it was, again, it was, just, it was just Facebook jail, man. So lesson learned. Uh, if you're joining new groups, even if you have the best intentions in mind, just, don't, just wait a couple minutes before posting, because that's what I did. I posted RGG's uh, episodes immediately once I was accepted into a new video game group. So lesson learned there. Not going to do that because a week without posting in a group, it, it's torture. It really sucks. Thank you very much for listening to the Riley Factor. Really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to go over this journey with me and just kind of you know recap my experiences with pro wrestling and why I love it and why I've continued to love it for ten years and hopefully more. And also just. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting the Grapple Talk Network, uh, the Ross Family Matters podcast, Regular Guy Gaming, uh, Deach and Dash, the flagship, and of course the Riley Factor. So thank you very much for listening. Continue to support independent wrestling. Continue to support the Grapple Talk Network. Hopefully it won't take two, three, four weeks to get another episode up. Uh, Plenty more stuff coming up in the loop. So we'll see you next time.